Life is speeding up. This may make you feel unsafe in this world. You don't know necessarily where you fit in, but what you do know is that you want purpose. I'm Heidi Sawyer. I have a free video series showing you as an intuitive sensitive person, which is what you are because you're still watching me, how to accept your purpose in this world, what made you intuitive and why you reject it. You will definitely be intuitive and there will also be a part of you that does reject it or try to push it to one side. You'll also learn the important distinction between psychic and intuitive and how knowing this distinction builds incredible inner confidence. This is in association with the release of my new book with Hay House, which is called Highly Intuitive People. So in this session, session one, what we're looking at is intuition, a celebration of the secret leader. Yes, that's you as an intuitive sensitive person. You are a secret leader. So in this um, first session, you will have a look at how that impacts you, what it's about and how it leads you into your life moving forward. So this is the first part of a three part series. So look out, make sure you do look out for part two and three, which will be coming to you after obviously this session. So to begin this session, what we're looking at? Well, intuition is great for you. Okay, uh, it is something that uh, you haven't perhaps appreciated. It isn't something that everybody has, but you do have it whether you properly realize it or not. You do have it because if you didn't, if you were not an intuitive sensitive person, you would not be listening to me right now. Okay, so it is great for you. It gives you um, your ability to look at things moving forward. It enables you, for starters, to see around corners, to see what's coming next and to predict what's coming next as far as your life is concerned and that of other people. Now, that is incredibly helpful in a very fast paced world. We've now moved into a position and you will have noticed it everywhere that uh, our life has got much faster than it used to be. Now, having an intuitive ability gives you the edge as far as that situation is concerned. Okay, it helps you to make intuition helps you to make decisions that work for you. We have so much choice now. It's tricky to make a decision, but having a strong intuitive process allows you to understand how to make decisions quickly. Another area, it's saved. <laughs> Intuition is so powerful as far as I'm concerned, it actually saved my life. Now, um, I'm not going to go into that in this session. If you want to know what that is, you'll have to read the book. <laughs> so why is it that people with um, an intuitive ability, so intuitive sensitive people, why is it that they tend to reject it? At some stage or another, you have rejected your finely tuned senses, whether that is right now or whether that's in your past or it's something that you've tucked away and hidden and or maybe it's something that uh, when somebody's brought it up, you've been busy doing something else. At some level or another, you have rejected this intuitive side. So why do you, why does this happen? Well, you reject it because in your early life, at some level or another, intuition was regarded um, within your surroundings as weird, 
okay that to be highly intuitive it was weird it was weird to have insight that you were not meant to have so for you as a as a child you may have found that you had a deeper insight into things than um people around you did i know i did i know that i used to get into a lot of trouble for mentioning things that i assumed everybody knew about but seemingly they didn't and you will have had that experience at some level or another in your early life um, which has either really stuck very, very vividly in your memory or it floats around there in the background it was also in your early life um, considered unless you came from a very um, accommodating family a family who, who were very conscious of sensitivity then you were seen as weird in the sense that you were sensitive or that you were too sensitive to certain things so you felt things um, in a stronger way than the average person you felt things in a lot stronger way than the people around you it was also weird to be so tired okay and that would have started even in a, at a very early age you would have felt tired and you would have felt tired and worn by other people's feelings somehow or another you took them on and for m most people as an intuitive sensitive you've taken on feelings that were not necessarily your own so that you've taken on the responsibility for other people so as far as being tired is concerned that tiredness may have followed you around to the extent that for many intuitive sensitives they have gone through at some stage in their life a form of or they have indeed gone through chronic fatigue okay so these uh, kind of feelings and situations mean that perhaps um, intuition is not your immediate favorite thing <laughs> but it is something that is very strongly with you so you might also may have found that intuition was disregarded okay so again in your early life you may have found that it was disregarded and for some intuitive sensitive people it was seen as evil that it was seen as some kind of darkness especially if you come from a particularly um, religious background so intuition was certainly something you didn't talk about so in your early life situations uh, it wasn't something that you were comfortable with talking about or it has been something that you've tucked away and hidden in the background so that may have also shown because simple reason that others needs were greater than your own okay so around you you will have put other people's needs and requirements over and above your own you would have also seen other people as naturally more important than you okay intuitive sensitive struggle hugely with putting themselves forward now what difference does that make in your life well it means that you only exercise yourself as half the person that you are so for some people who are especially intuitive they've grown up in an 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 environment where vigilance so a hyper vigilance was necessary okay so um, what does that mean is that you are vigilant to all kinds of things that you're vigilant to changing circumstances you spot things long before they occur all of that kind of um, scenario you can see things adjusting and building you can feel 
um, environments changing. And that sort of hypervigilance for some intuitive sensitives was very necessary. Now, why would that be? Well, it could have been that, uh, and this obviously take parts that resonate and you put to one side what doesn't, because all of what I say isn't necessarily going to be 100% you, but definitely parts are going to um, resonate with you as an intuitive sensitive person. So perhaps your early life environment um, or that hypervigilance developed from having an unpredictable parent. Perhaps one or both of your parents weren't always predictable. You couldn't always um, figure what their behavior was going to be or it was extremely changeable. So this may have for a lot of intuitive sensitives, place that hypervigilance in as an ongoing process into your adult years. You may have had a parent with an addiction. Okay, addictions show in lots of different formats. They can even be they can be relationships. They can be codependent types of behaviour. It can be um, sets of extremities within um, relationships, or obviously, it, you know, addiction it can be around substance or certain sets of um, behaviours, not necessarily within relationships. Or a parent, you may have had a parent who was anxious or worried. So your experience of them in your early foundational years was that they were always anxious or worried, anxious or worried. So what it meant is that for you, you developed this um, higher capability as far as hypervigilance was concerned. Um, but you may have had a situation where your parents or or a parent were especially attentive okay and it wasn't them with the issue which perhaps caused you created a situation where you're you, you know you know you've been hyper vigilant through your life it was perhaps their parents who were unavailable or harsh so sometimes some of these um, associations with especially within intuitive sensitive people the kind of hypervigilant um, component doesn't necessarily come from our own immediate background it can come from our a couple of generations back so it can can well be your parents situation um, that perhaps they had a, a background that they had an unavailable or harsh parents so it didn't feel like they had a sense of connection so what they had to do is they had to work hard for it so the ability to have a fantastic understanding of people has to come from somewhere okay and where does it come from well it comes from having I mean really having to understand your world what does it mean as far as having to understand your world or well, having to be aware of other people's sets of behaviors because your foundational experience meant that you had to be really clearly awake to what's going on. But having to understand your world, the issue is it's a reminder that something was wrong. Okay, so that something at some stage was wrong. It didn't feel right or it was obviously not right. Uh, and something is floating around in there in your deeper internal world that says, hang on a second, something was wrong. And that can either be a conscious or an unconscious reminder. Therefore, when we have that kind of conscious or unconscious reminder, what happens? Well, our intuitive um, abilities, they become more apparent in 
adulthood. Okay, when when that happens, when they become more apparent, because we have an earlier set of situations that it kind of highlights, intuition sort of highlights that, what happens is we then seek to reject them. Okay, so we seek to reject that intuitive insight. But the truth is, everybody would like to be intuitive. They would love to be intuitive. They would love to be as instinctual as you are. And you are instinctual, okay? Um, why would they want to be so instinctual? Well, everybody would like to have insight into things, whether they realize it or not, or whether they choose to admit it or not. Everybody would like to have an idea of what's around the next corner. Everybody would like to know how to interact with pe people at a suitable level, would like to know um, what are the likely outcomes of situations. Why? Because we haven't got time anymore to process everything. So we're having to, in society, narrow that down and narrow our focus down very quickly. So if you've got the natural instinct, natural ability to be able to do that, but you aren't fine tuning it because you're frightened of it, because it reminds you of something that means that you think that it means that you were less than then you are wasting a huge skill, okay? So you might well have done, you might have got so used to rejecting this part of you that your life remains in overwhelm. Because if you are used to rejecting this part of you, you will experience at some level your life in overwhelm as that vigilant, sensitive, intuitive individual. So you experience your system as overloaded. So your whole expression in life feels like it's overloaded, that there are, um, that your emotions are overloaded, that your body's overloaded, that your feelings are overloaded. So you're still experiencing it as overloaded because the initial rejection is still there. What then happens is you then start to feel completely exhausted. So your adrenals become exhausted. What, is, what does it feel like if your adrenals are exhausted? It means that your body's pumped so much adrenaline over a long period of time that it wears out. It's a little bit like um, throwing grocery items down a conveyor belt. Okay, if they kept coming down too fast and you're trying to pack the bag quicker, faster than when it's actually coming down, if that was consistent, in the end, you'd say, I've had enough, I can't keep doing this. So you would become tired and you would become fatigued. And this is what happens to your adrenals. Okay, so your adrenals get tired, they get fatigued. How does that show in your life? Well, you'd start to have feel um, that no amount of sleep seems to be satisfying. You will feel that uh, you work best late at night. So, you, you know, you're kind of only half awake during the day and 10 o'clock hits, whoa, off I go. You will find that you need sharp, short, sharp sugar hits. You'll feel that um, your, your body is heavy, it aches, all of these kind of things 
are indications that um, your adrenals are worn. So it's time now for you to create balance. You need a balance, okay? But, there's a big but here, um, to help your balance, there is one big distinction to make and you need to make this distinction quite early on in terms of managing your um, intuitive skills but also getting over the rejection factor of it. You need to know the difference between psychic and intuition. This is an important difference that you understand because there is one part within how you, you're um, processing this which is uh, creating a level of uh, either resistance or rejection within you that isn't utilizing this deep ability more readily. So what is psychic? Well, a psychic experience, okay, is a temporary experience. It's kind of like a flash of insight in what's called the astral plane. Now the astral plane is, um, it's kind of positioned around here, okay, so it's sort of positioned around um, this area of, of the consciousness line. It, that's something that will come to it at, a, at another stage, but um, it, it's around here. Now what it is, it's a manifestation of emotion. Okay, so everybody has access to the astral plane. This is a, a kind of flash of insight. It's a, a flash of something or deja vu or recognizing something, okay? So it's a contemporary experience of a flash of insight. It's also experienced as, or this is how it is experienced, is it's fascination with the unseen. So what a uh, psychic experience is, it, it's you're starting to, to become really interested or have a strong fascination with the, the unseen world. You will find that um, you see things out of the corner of your eye and you look and you think, mm, what was that? Oh, it's not there. So there's these sort of flash experiences. They're quick, they're temporary. Um, uh, but also at the same time, because they're quick and temporary, you don't necessarily feel that it's um, something that you can trust and be connected to in the in the longer term. It also means psychic experience will be that you have a keen interest in the healing arts. Now everybody passes through the um, psychic um, side of things on their journey towards their intuitive process. Okay, so keen interest in the healing arts. What are those? Well, you'll have a keen interest in Reiki, um, some kind of healing therapy. You may have found that uh, you, you've been attracted to or have been attracted to massage therapies, um, complementary health, uh, reflexology, all of those kind of things. Uh, it's, it's the healing arts. You may well have found in other areas that you have a strong feeling that you want to do work that helps people or, or feels you, you've got a, a strong idea of contribution. That, that's all within the vibration of a keen interest in the healing arts. But most importantly, at a psychic level, you will have a fear of your energy being depleted. You will be frightened at some stage or another, you're going to be sucked dry of your energy. So you don't want to engage with this psychic side so much because you think, whoa, if I do that, I'm going to lose full sight of me. And I already feel like some of that's disappearing. So what is this distinction? So 
Psychic is, a, is more of a temporary experience in, rather than an ongoing experience. So how does that translate as far as intuition is concerned? Well, intuition, I like to express it in this particular way. This is a um, way that Carl Jung, uh, a famous, fam famous, famous psychologist, looked at it. Okay, so Carl Jung would have looked at it as perception, uh, what intuition is, is perception via the unconscious, which I think is a perfect way to describe intuition. So it means that you are beginning to have a perception of things, but it is via the unconscious. So if in your world, at some point or another, you have rejected this um, intuitive process, and it's uncomfortable because it's not it's not right, you see it, as having this insight into things, then every time it kind of tries to communicate with you through your um, your unconscious world, so it, it tries to create a perception through it, you jump back for it or you push it away. So if you're doing that, then the experiences can only be temporary, they can only be psychic experiences. Whereas intuition is sustained insight Okay, so sustained ability to see around corners, sustained ability to know what's right for you, sustained ability to make decisions quickly in what is becoming a very fast-paced world. It's part of a person's life then, intuition, on a consistent basis. Can you imagine how you would negotiate the world now and it's increasingly fast-paced if you had instant intuition? instant intuition that didn't let you down, that um, gave you a, a good perce perception of yourself and a good perception of your environment, it would be extremely helpful. But in order to be intuitive, and you are exactly that, it requires a sensitive empathic nature. Okay, this is why you've taken on, this is, uh, you may have seen your sensitive empathic nature as a disability in the past. You think, oh, I take on everybody else's problems as though they're my own, I can't cope with it anymore, it's enough, all of that kind of stuff. Absolutely, um, that is something that is very real for the intuitive sensitive individual. But in order for you to be intuitive, it does require a sensitive empathic nature, okay? Why? Why is this necessary? Well, because intuition is a pure, in its pure sense, in its purest um, format, is it's a neutralizing of the ego, okay? So if someone has a tight ego, they are not going to be able to see clearly, okay? So intuition is a neutralizing of that ego, which is the ego is, is a construction is a construction it's your personality okay so it's that tightening around it so the neutralizing of the ego says your intuition becomes stronger it opens something up okay and it opens it up it opens it up so that you can see clearly so it's as though you're you know clasping something in in the center of things that you're trying the personality the ego self tries to guard it, hide it, doesn't necessarily know what it's guarding or hiding, so it's clenched within that. It can't see properly, so it goes about its life in a defensive manner. Everything is about battering something away rather than encouraging something towards you. So as you develop your intuitive senses and so you allow them to become intuition, what happens 
is it becomes an opening, it becomes a flowering. And in that opening and flowering, it means that you get to um, experience the pulse of life. Okay, so it's a pulsating energy. So it become intuition is pulsating energy, which means that it moves and it goes with the flow of life and it adapts and it adjusts. Whereas if something is trapped at an ego sense, it can't move, it cannot adapt, it cannot adapt to its environment, it cannot change, it just remains locked. Okay, now you may have experienced plenty of clamped egos at some stage in your life and you've tried to tease that out within somebody, you've tried to give them uh, an ability to um, connect with you by teasing that up and out, but it's remained clenched and you've been upset by that because you've tried to keep prodding and poking at something that doesn't want to open. So if you're in you yours is nicely open it doesn't mean then that you are unvulnerable to life and you're overly vulnerable it means that you become exceptionally powerful because it means that your ebb and flow means that you can negotiate around that you can move around things that seem immovable and in the way so you have to be open and receptive to in order to be intuitive that that's how it is that's that's how it happens and this is why you are a sensitive individual but your key within that is to know which bits to be open and receptive to so that you don't have to deal with this clamping energy that you it's just an open pulsating vibration that you get to negotiate around and move around, but also draw towards you and experience other people in that ebb and flow, which will feel completely natural to you, which will mean that in the longer term, you don't have to be tired, you don't have to be overexposed to heavier situations, and that you don't have to experience anything that is truly unpleasant. Because why? Because you'll have enough perception to be able to negotiate and move around it. At the moment, you are probably finding that you sometimes have this, the openness of it, and then it clamps. And an openness, and it clamps. And you can't tell the difference then between your imagination around things, so when things are clamping, and you can't tell which bits are insight and your deepest parts of insight. And you think, whoa, am I then missing missing areas, doing this, missing that, and am I then going into into a feeling of fear? And how can I avoid fear? How can I avoid feeling this deeply uncomfortable um, situation? So the key is to know which bits to be open to, which bits to be receptive to. An open channel on the astral, so uh, as I described it earlier, which is, uh, the astral is like a it's a manifestation of emotion that everybody is able to connect to. I'm not going to go too far into what the astral means right now because we'll go into that further in, in other videos, okay? But what it generally means is it's it's how we link into something and as far as emotions are concerned. So you, everybody has that capability at some level. You have a really good capability of that and you may have experienced it as deja vu. You may have experienced it of, as um, knowing who to call and you call them exactly at the right time. 
because uh, they've had something happen or you have a strong instinct around things. These are all kind of manifestations of the astral realms, okay? But an open channel within that on the astral becomes overwhelmed with information. So you may have experienced yourself on a psychic level as being overwhelmed by information, overwhelmed by the astral um, channels, openness. So you need to know in your life, in actual fact, so that you know which bits are you clamped and which bits are open up. How do you, what do you need to know? You need to know what you are overwhelmed by. Okay, there will be certain things in your life that you are overwhelmed by, um, but you haven't got a conscious recollection of that because each time they try and surface, you're clamping them shut because it means that you're going to a feeling sense that you're unfamiliar with or it reminds you of something that is shaped very early on as far as rejection is concerned and your intuitive abilities. So you need to know how to make those channels as clear as possible. Um, intuitive ability, is no, there's nothing to fear within it. Okay, so opening those channels means that you need to be need to be as clear as possible so you can see, you can decipher things. So intuitive skills are empowering. They're deeply empowering. So hopefully you realize that now, that uh, it's not something to reject about yourself. It's actually something to um, really embrace and powerfully build. Why? Because you're going to need them in this very fast-paced world that is consistently changing. This will be the part of you that gives an edge to something, not in a hard way, in a very gentle and kind way. So in part two, you will dis discover how all of these things start to be put together, okay? So how do you start to reveal these things uh, as far as you're concerned, what it is that is your main area, your main area to to work through, to deal with right now in order to get to um, realize that your intuitive abilities are very strong, but also to bring them more to your, the surface. So they're not temporary experiences. They become sustained and they become something that you can uh, naturally link to whenever you want to or you need to. So part of that journey is, as we're going to look in in session two, is why your top emotional binge food, and we all have one, okay, we all definitely have one. As an intuitive sensitive person, you will have a food that you utilize um, in order to manage a set of emotions and some of those may will be very conscious and some of those will be unconscious but you will have one that really sticks out and it will give the link back to um, what it is that is trying to actually be expressed okay but it will determine which kind so knowing which one you are or the way back to it what is the emotion around it will determine which kind of intuitive sensitive you are okay and this is an important factor to understand how to notice what this is and use it positively for your development yes you can use <laughs> your links to crisps cake biscuits chocolate as a positive um, step as far as your development is concerned I promise you uh, that it's 
uh, something that you will find very interesting. But remember, remember that your sensitivity means that you are awake, okay? You are awake in this busy world. You are awake um, even if you're not quite yet feeling comfortable with being awake, okay? You can see and what we're actually dealing with now in life is there is a strong necessity to be able to see those who will who are able to see as time moves forward will be the people who get to uh, experience the deeper connections to life but also a deeper enjoyment in it because everybody else won't be able to see um, how to move within this uh, fast-paced environment as as the clamped personality okay but you have this ability to open and see okay now in the words of harry potter or in terms of his association with things you're a wizard okay you are a wizard you are harry potter you are a wizard in a world of muggles okay so now is the time absolutely to understand what your wizardry is how to um, engage with it how to accept it as an empowering part of your nature it's not something that is um, you'll ever abuse it is something that you will always use well and you will use it with the good uh, with the with the greater good in mind so if you enjoyed this video uh, your love I promise you your love my new book so take a look um, go and get it it is at uh, oh you can certainly take a look at uh, how to look at the contents etc at www.heidisawyer.com forward slash amazon so definitely go and take a look and make a decision to get it for more great free content designed to support your purchase of my book highly intuitive people seven right brain traits to change the lives of intuitive sensitive people please visit finallyfeelunderstood.com there you can subscribe and download for free the meditation specific to today's episode if you have already read the book then it's time for you to receive exclusive access and support from me and your fellow intuitive sensitives as we go deeper together along this proven seven-step path by joining us in my monthly membership program called Heidi Circle. There you can ask me anything in a safe and private environment and I will answer you live. Join us today by visiting healmyinnerworld.com.